0: What do you do when you're dealing with a lost child, whether you're the lost child or your own child is a lost child? That's what we're talking about today at QueenBeing.com. How to help the lost child. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So we've talked before about the toxic family structure that often involves a narcissist. It begins with the narcissist who's kind of the center of the family. The narcissist then creates individual roles for each child in the family Usually we have a golden child, we have a a scapegoat child and we have a lost child. The golden child is the one that can do no wrong, the one that's the perfect child that's held up and raised up above the others and to which the others are always compared. Then you've got of course your scapegoat child who's the problem child. The scapegoat child gets blamed for everything and then there's the lost child. This child is the one that's quiet, has their back up against the wall doesn't cause a lot of waves, does pretty well in school, might be a little bit artistic, you know the one. The child who might find themselves in big trouble at some point in their lives. Often the lost child is so quiet that the parents often say, oh that child's such a blessing, they don't cause any trouble, there's no big deal, but then when they do find themselves in trouble, it's big trouble and it's fast. Today we're going to talk about how we can help that child in childhood and as they get older, and how we can heal if we were the lost child in our family. This is a question that someone asked me earlier this week in a live chat, one of my morning live chats. When we're talking about a lost child, we often notice that their needs, their thoughts, their feelings are discounted all the way across the board. This is the child whose needs are not being served on any level. It's like they're invisible. They don't get blamed by the parent and they don't get praise from the parent. This is the child who just seemingly doesn't exist in the family. The basic needs of this kid are ignored all the way, like I said, all the way across the board. Essentially, this child is just alone. This child finds it really hard to let anybody in to their kind of private world. There are no natural or easy connections with this child and other people because they feel very lonely and isolated, they get depressed, but they are also on the plus side very independent. Since they never felt valuable as a kid, they don't feel valuable as an adult, as they grow up or as a teenager, they feel unlovable, they feel like they're not deserving of trust, they don't even think that their thoughts are worth hearing. These unfortunately are the children who fall into substance abuse, you know, drugs, alcohol, things like that, uh, sex addiction, eating disorders, gambling, other kinds of addictive behaviors. It's very dangerous. You have to understand that the roles that the narcissistic parent gives these children, the scapegoat, the golden child and the lost child has nothing to do with benefiting the children. It's all about self-serving. It's all about what they, the narcissistic parents want and need from their family. Since the lost child is not used to having any sort of attention, they don't expected in their life, they don't seek it out in their life. These are not the kids who become narcissists later most of the time, but since they become self-reliant, they sometimes have twisted ideas Of what life is all about and especially because they came out of a toxic home as you know, when they do go out of the home, when they move out. A lot of times people forget they're even there, you know, if they're at school they might be the kid in the back of the room that nobody speaks to or thinks about or kind of forgets That kids there sometimes. They don't join the clubs, they don't join the groups. These are the kids who are out back smoking. Well, at least that's what it was when I was a kid. Now they're probably out back vaping, but whatever. If they're involved with a group, They're involved with a group of sort of similar kits, outcast type kits. It's dangerous, and this is part of the reason that sometimes they get on the wrong side of the law as they get older. Then there are those who choose to throw themselves into school. They get good grades, they do, you know, they go to the best colleges, they do all the right things and they still never ever get noticed. But these are the ones that are driven by the need for approval that they will never receive from their parents. If you meet a lost child out in the world, they're probably going to seem really shy and introverted to you, but in real life, they're just quiet. They're disconnected from themselves and they're disconnected from other people. This isolation will kind of go with them throughout their lives, even when they do become adults and get into relationships, which is very unfortunate for them. They are soft-spoken. They are more likely to read a book or watch TV or play video games or whatever because it avoids conflict. They don't really want to deal with people, they don't like conflict, they might be artistic, they might be musical and quite often they're very genuinely talented individuals. But since they don't want to be hurt, they're always looking to avoid getting too close to anybody and if they do happen to trust someone enough to get into a relationship with them, they seem really dependent and really needy to that person if that person doesn't really understand what they're dealing with. Now if they never get healed, if they never go through the process, the healing process that they need, Like I said, they can become addicts, they can become alcoholics, etc, etc. But what the sad part of this whole deal is, is their cycle continues. So they often become the absentee parent or the parent who can't be emotionally connected to their children. It's really terrible. Of course, obesity is an issue for the lost child as can be anorexia, as can be addiction to internet or video games, like I mentioned, as can be overwork, you know, they might become workaholics, whatever it is, they're gonna throw themselves into something and we just have to hope it's something healthy, which not always, it's not usually something healthy. But on the plus side, they do work well alone. They are self-reliant. They are very often quite intelligent and well-read people and if you give them a chance and they get close enough to you, they can become great listeners. So how do you help a lost child? Well, if the lost child is your child, the first thing you should do is get your kid into some counseling or therapy to help them to find and express the rage that they must have been building up over all of these years as the lost child and their fear. There's a significant amount of fear in a lost child because quite often they have questions, they have concerns, they have things they want to talk about and there's nobody there for them. If you have been in a relationship with a narcissist and you have noticed that your narcissist has categorized these children of yours in this way, you still have time to repair those relationships and hopefully help that child to break out of that role. Now, it's going to require some professional intervention in most cases, but not always. They have to recognize the pain of the past, they have to acknowledge basically their core wound and they have to take it to the next level of healing. I would recommend that you take a look at the playlist. I will try to remember to link to it up here on my YouTube channel called Healing the inner child. That will be very helpful for anyone in this situation, but lost children especially can benefit from it. Now if you yourself are the lost child, you've got to again recognize the pain, recognize the core wound, realize the emotional emptiness that you've carried with you throughout your lifetime and acknowledge that you are the lost child, acknowledge that you came out of a toxic home, you were raised by toxic parents, stop denying it and what I mean by that is we go through stages as we realize what's happening in our lives, but recognize and own the fact that you came out of a toxic home and don't deny it, no more denial. If you can face what you've been through and you can acknowledge it and you can mourn what you lost and what you never had, this is the first step to moving in the right direction toward healing for anyone. Once you and or your child has recognized the pain and and the situation and owned it for what it was, then you can face it and you can begin to form deeper relationships in your life, deeper relationship within yourself. You have to get to know yourself first. You can stop playing the victim. Not that I'm saying you're playing the victim, but if you have noticed yourself playing the victim, it's time to let go of that feeling and start to be on the team, whether the team is your current romantic situation or your current family situation or it's a whole new team, be team you. Learn to make decisions and set long-term goals in your life of a personal nature. You have to understand one of the biggest things here and that is that as you heal, you're gonna find out that you're not really weird, you're not really bad, there's not really anything wrong with you. It was just your family. It was just the broken person or people in your family who caused you to feel like the lost child and if your parent was married to a narcissist and you suffered as a result of that, you have to understand that your parent did the very best that they could in that situation. If you are the parent of a child who you had with a narcissist or raised with a narcissist, you have to understand that you did the very best you could with that situation. You have to try to release the guilt, release the anger and start fresh and start with healing. Healing for a lost child is a family affair and what I mean by that is it's going to involve the child and anyone else who wants to remain in the child's life after the fact. One last thing, I'm going to give you a quick exercise to kind of show you what the healing needs to start to look like. As always, it's about changing, changing your perception of yourself and the world around you. And it starts like this, if you previously believed something like why should I feel stuff, it really feels yucky, it's better if I just don't feel anything. If you previously thought if I don't get emotionally involved, I won't get hurt or I can't make a difference anyway or it's better not to draw attention to myself. Now think I deserve attention. I do make a difference. I am of value. People do value me. If I don't get emotionally involved, I'll never have meaningful connections. You can't allow yourself and your child can't allow themselves to be defined by a narcissist. None of us can allow ourselves to be defined by a narcissist because the narcissist looks at us through an ugly, dirty, broken lens. We must learn and every lost child on the planet must learn, every narcissist's child and adult child on the planet must learn to release the narcissist's perceptions, everything the narcissist told us was true about the world and rediscover the world for what it really is and who we really are. Rediscover ourselves. If you have additional questions, comments, concerns, things you want to talk about regarding how to help a lost child, please leave them in the comments below. If you'd like to talk about any other sort of toxic family structure or family role, Leave it in the comments below and I'll make more videos about this if you're interested. For right now though, it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you see yourself in the toxic family structure? If you do, were you the lost child, were you the scapegoat, were you the golden child, were you something else? Let me know in the comments below and let's have a good discussion about this. It always helps other survivors to know that they're not alone. That's all I've got for you right now. Thanks as always for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.